Strictly speaking, generative art confines itself to considering that which makes persistent the design rules for creating form, but does not save the form itself. The geometry is mere output. We may find elegance, and often surprise, in minimum representation, such as in Conway's Game of Life. We may also miss the complexity found in an expanded understanding of what is generative, in which a given medium's latent potential is unlocked through work and becomes creative. Generative fabrication explores this territory along three main paths. Firstly, biology and the nonlinear. Are all biological processes generative? DNA doesn't have people in it. It isn't life itself. It only has instructions for processing by cells. The result is life, plus a little ineffable magic. Computationally based art and architecture can follow this path as well, building themselves up from the bottom, starting with only materials and instructions. We can be guided through this fascinating territory by the philosopher Manuel de Landa, through phase space, nonlinear processes, and path-dependent emergent phenomena, stopping a quiet moment to honor the late Edward Lawrence. Secondly, the interplay between digital representation and the physical object. In handcraft, there is corresponding ample time and ample information. A chisel moves relatively slowly while guided by the hand and wood grain, as it imparts a great deal of precise material information to the artifact. The advent of machine tools, the circular saw replacing the chisel as a favoured means for creating planks, makes the cutting motion fast, far exceeding the second-to-second -second information available about a material. Thus, we saw straight sticks and add the complexity later during hand assembly. Current computer-guided machines and computational media together afford a fabrication that has the material richness of traditional craft as well as post-industrial scale and complexity. While work can be situated on the continuum of analog to digital, an attempt at classification is much less interesting than focusing attention on how they interrelate in a continuous process of making. Third and finally, form making versus form finding. On the one hand, we have willful form making, say Frank Gehry's Museo Guggenheim Bilbao, for an overly convenient example, using software as a repository or descriptor for sculptural form. Less whimsical, though no less willful, is pre-rationalist work exploiting geometry, such as Foster and Partners' Gherkin, which also has a preeminent author. Then, on the other hand, there are those who examine emergent architecture, for example Michael Weinstock, who finds architecture rising from flows of matter, information and energy. In jest, we could recast this as the geodesic dome versus the termite mound, though we would lose the richness of finding the hybrids if we did so. An expanded definition of generative design includes craft. A productive or creative process that unfolds in the hands of the participants is a generative experience. Form is simultaneously found and made in real time, as the will of the designer finds its way into the world. The age-old notion of craft takes on new dimensions in a digital medium. Computational power unlocks design through form finding, and computer-driven fabrication techniques extend the craft person's tools and mind in new ways.